Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the episode number two of the Polymath Way. I'm JT, your host. This is a business skills development podcast for people who want to learn the art of problem solving. Today's episode, don't be fooled by the title. So, you know, many times, um, you know, when we're doing communication, you know, one of the biggest problems we have is how to effectively communicate a message or communicate the value of what we're trying to convey. But we lack the understanding. So we tend to look at things from a single point of view, our point of view, and not necessarily from the point of view of other folks. So one of the biggest challenges I see all the time is communication. Whether you're a technology professional, a salesperson, a marketer, being able to understand who you are talking to and how to communicate with them can be challenging. Why? Because we always talk to everybody from the standpoint of what we know and not necessarily from the standpoint of what is going to provide clarity and drive an emotional response to the person that you're talking to. So every place I've worked at, uh, every client I ever serve always had this problem. And it can be very frustrating for both the person delivering the message as well as the person receiving the message. So this gets especially aggravating when you get to things like budget season or you're trying to get approval for a multi-million dollar project or when you're trying to close a deal with a new client for a substantial sale. But the way you're talking about the value of, let's say that you're, you're a software salesperson and you're trying to sell the software. So instead of trying to drive an emotional response based on the benefits and the value that your software delivers, you're sitting there talking about features. So you're not gonna close that deal that way. So the challenge is that people do not take the time to really understand who they're talking to. And by this, I do not mean the old cliche of you need to know your audience. You have to go beyond that. That's not just good enough. The reality is that you need to know the person, the individual or individuals that you're presenting to or you're talking to. You know, each person has its own stories. The stories have been built from their experience. They have been built from their background, um, things that have happened to them personally and professionally. And you need to understand to that level of detail, what is it that drives that person? For example, it's, it's not... You know, a CEO is not just a CEO. It's not the same thing to talk to a CEO who has an accounting background than to talk to a CEO who is has an engineering background. They're coming from different places. They have different motivations and different information is going to drive their emotional response. So you have to really think about who you're talking to as a person, not as a title. So a lot of people make the mistake of, oh, I'm talking to the CEO. Well, yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of them. So what kind of CEO are you talking to? This is a person that is very analytical, very numbers driven, or this is a person that's driven by efficiency and automation and vision. So you got to really figure out who is it that you're talking to in order to have some success um, in conveying your message. So to be effective, in achieving your targets, you need to understand the person. You know, what, what motivates that person? What is their background? 
Um, what are their feelings, if you know anything personal about them? So it's usually good to do some research um, to the, about the people you're going to talk to before you engage in that type of conversation. Um, so let's use a basic example to, to illustrate this. So let's say we have an organization that has a CEO who is a CPA or, you know, or has an accounting background. So they're very numbers driven. The simpler, the better. So if you try to start talking about bolts and nuts, if you're a technology person trying to convey value and you're talking about bolts and nuts, you're going to lose them. So for in this scenario or this organization, actually this happened to one of the companies I was working at, um, one of the IT managers had just implemented a new storage system, you know, solid state, top of the art. Um, and this really allowed the organization to reduce the, the size of the environments, uh, significantly increase processing capacity and speed. So it's really good thing. It's a huge benefit. It's a huge leap from the you know ten year old technology that they were using. So you know they're they're asking to send some information about oh you know we we spend this money on on this technology what they would get. So he sends a short presentation, but he's talking about all the technical benefits of the system. You know, he talked about, oh, you know, the, the system is compact, it's small, it's fast. Um, we improved the speed of processing by over 400%. Um, transaction flow is improved by 200%. Uh, you, you get the picture. He, he went into all the bolts and nuts and completely disregarded the fact that he's talking to an accountant. So, obviously, the question came back. Well, this is fantastic. Um, how does that 400% helps our business you know what did our our teammates or folks that work at the company um got us a benefit for for all of this technology and how did that improve their business so the manager thought he knew the answer so he you know proceeded to talk some more about the technical impact or technical benefits of the technology so he was talking about the features and you know what we could do with the technology and all that great stuff but again, you're talking to an accountant. So he wants to know um, in simple terms, what's the math behind this and how is this good for us? So you get where this is going. So a better way to communicate the benefits could have been, say, something like, you know, we, we survey our end users and they uh, claim the system is delivering faster response when doing queries, you know, and searching for, you know, say medical records or insurance policies. Um, and this, this processing time is, is reduced by 5 to 10%. So our folks can process a lot more work in the same amount of time. So that's a good way to talk about productivity. Or he could have said, we are now able to run batch jobs that normally take two to three days in one day. So things that we have to wait three days. So let's say we had a big um, upload to get financial information reported. And that thing took three days to run because the old technology can only process so much at any given time. Now the new technology can get it done in one day. So we may be able to close our, our financial statement close at the end of the year instead of, you know, 15, 20 days, maybe get it done in 11 or 12. So that, that's meaningful. That's, that's valuable efficiency for somebody that has an accounting background. Or he could have said something in the lines of our new system allows the ability to use less memory, which reduces the, the number of servers that we need to have in our server farm by 25%. This means that we're going to have to spend less 
dollars in software licenses on an annual basis. So he can do the math on that as well. And that would translate to cost savings. So for somebody that has an accounting background, all three of those scenarios would have produced a good outcome, meaning that he could have seen the value of the investment he made in the results that that technology is driving because we translated the technical concepts into something that affected his people, affected the timing of a significant activity of the organization, and also gave him some cost savings. So as human beings, our first reactions and drives are based on emotions first. So you have to present your message in a way that's going to drive an emotional response um, from the person that you're talking to. Logic comes in second. You know, look at yourselves. It's like, how many times have you gone to the store and you did an emotional purchase, right? You bought something and then when you go home, you're kind of having second thoughts and you're trying to come up with the logic for why you bought it and why you needed it. So it's the same thing in business. And it's the same thing pretty much in any uh, scenario that you can find in a company. People react emotionally at first to information they're presented and they react logically as a second. So if you are talking logic first, and then you're hoping to get an emotion out of it, uh, that's not going to work. You're going to have to figure out how you convert your message and skinny it down to the things that are going to drive the emotional response and show the value of the activity or the product or the message that you're trying to deliver. Once you get their attention and they start paying attention to what you're actually telling them, then they may be willing to go into that second piece of the conversation, which is the logic behind it. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the technical features. What else could we do with that? And then you can proceed down that path into a different conversation. So our compensation needs to leverage the facts of what you're communicating to trigger an emotional response first. Now, that response can be positive or negative, depending on what is it that you're trying to, to do. And then a logical response second, which is to drive an action. So if you get them to react in a positive way, then they will be willing to do something else or they may be willing to invest more. So this in combination with your understanding of the person you're talking to, not the title. Remember, it's not about being a CEO. It's who that CEO is and where he came from and what is his background. You should be able to have a meaningful conversation. Remember, the title is not what's important, it's the person. Um, so let me use another analogy to, to drive this home. So um, this is an actual scenario. So we had, a, in one of my organizations, we had a system that was very critical because it drove all the workflow for the company um, go down for about a day and a half. And... You know, the way IT was talking about it, or our technical folks, was focused on, well, you know, the license, the software, the hardware, the server, this, that, and the other. Uh, it's why it went down, and that was a bad thing. Well, you know what? That didn't get quite the reaction that they were expecting. Because we, you know, we needed to replace that system. So what I advised them to do is like, okay, you know, you're, you have a CPA for a CEO. So let's, let's craft the message in a different way. So how many people work that need that system in order to get their work done? And they say, well, about 750 people. I said, okay. So you take 750 people. How long were they unable to get work done efficiently? He said, for about 
12 hours. Okay, so 755 times 12. Uh, let's say that the internal cost of your organization is um, $55 an hour. So let's do the math here real quick. So 750 times 12 times 55. So that's roughly $495,000. So do you think that if you went and explained to the CEO, this is a CPA, that the loss in productivity was roughly about $495,000 and that didn't include the work that didn't get processed, you know, the, the, the claims, the policies, the, uh, the loans, the um, production line stoppage, um, that that costs $495,000 plus the impact of the customers, plus the fact that you're going to now have a backlog of a day and a half that you're going to have to come back and pick up. Do you think that if you were to explain it that way, you would have received some additional budget to go fix a problem permanently? Maybe half of that, $200,000, $250,000? I bet you, you probably would have. So it's not how, it's not the message you're conveying is we have to all get smarter about how we craft that message in a way that's going to drive the right emotional response so that we can get the person that we're talking to to take a certain action. So with that, my friends, um, that brings it up to a close for this episode. I hope you enjoy the conversation and join the podcast. Um, please subscribe and um, you know provide us some feedback. I, like I said before, uh, feedback is the, the biggest gift we can give to another person. So let me know if you like the podcast, if you have some ideas for topics you would like me to cover during the podcast um, or specific problems that you're, you're facing in your organization. And we'll try to give you some, some good advice and some skills on how you can go about potentially addressing those. So thank you very much for joining us tonight and uh, looking forward to having you on the next episode of The Polymath Way. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.